0: They're mounting concerns over South African Police Service workers killing their partners. In Mpumalanga, MEC Vusi has expressed concern about a rising number of police officers gunning down their partners. This comes after a police officer shot and killed his partner and his mother-in-law in Carolina on Sunday. In Hauding, a pra- uh, Pretoria-based police sergeant, Lindyue Lungwane, who's 44, was remanded in custody after she appeared in court for the alleged murder of her husband Russell Thongwani. What does the um, uh, SAPU uh, say about this? We've got SAPU spokesperson Liseba uh, Tobachale on the line with us to give us more insight. Liseba, thank you very much for joining us. Welcome to Power Lunch. Thank
1: you for having us.
0: I mean, these are quite harrowing stories, but unfortunately it's not the first that we've heard of this. Uh, what is your official statement on the state of these kinds of killings?
1: From our side, I think outrightly we need to mention or make it clear that we condemn any form of violence or killing uh, that is happening amongst police officers or by police officers. No one deserves to be killed. There should not be any form of violence uh, being conducted by anyone against any other person. Uh, So we condemn such acts. And further to that, it is important that we zoom into... relates to such incidents Uh, because when we look at the nature of the job itself it really quite requires quite a lot emotionally coming from our uh, police officers they attend gruesome scenes Mm -hmm. they are faced with different challenges themselves and when they get back to their police stations because of the lack of capacity that, that that is existing when it comes to our employee health and wellness uh, component that is there within the South African police services because it cannot attract the necessary professionals into the South African police services or even retain them. They are able to attract, but they cannot retain them. So they end up leaving to other departments. Yeah. So we need to really, uh, it has been a call that we're making for a long time that our employee health and wellness clearly needs to be capacitated. They need to have their own structure and policy, not for them when they come into the police, they get to be uh, police officers because that, at the end of the day, it end up uh, jeopardizing how they're supposed to operate as professionals. They should be allowed as professionals. And we need to have a lot of them so that when our members have attended those gruesome scenes, when they get back uh, to the police station, before they could go home, They need to be, uh, they need to speak to somebody so that uh, they are able to be debriefed. Mm -hmm. That is something that is lacking within the South African police services. It does not justify any action that happens, but it forms part of the causes that we see in terms of those actions where members at the end of the day, because they get overwhelmed. And sometimes when it comes to issues of mental health, uh, one can tell themselves, That they are able to really contain whatever gruesome scenes that they have seen, they tell themselves that you know what, I'm fine, I can be able to go by. But at a later stage, when it erupts, at that time, it will be way too late because one would have bottled that and unknowingly so, thinking that they were okay. So we need to deal with the challenges that has to do with mental health, more especially when it comes to capacitating employee health and wellness within the South African police services.
0: I mean, I think that that is so so important important uh, particularly for the big job that police officers do carry but i wonder before even getting qualified before having that firearm issued lesiba are there psychometric tests talk to us about exactly what goes into the training of saps members
1: uh, the tra- maybe before we even touch about the issue of the training, when we are doing the selections, one goes through the psychometric test and oh, so on. So okay. that that forms part. It forms part of the integral because if you fail that psychometric test, believe you me, you will not even go further to other processes. Your application will not succeed. So there are processes that are there in play, uh, that are there in place even before a member could go and go to college. And even when they are at, at, at the college level, everything is done. I mean, the level of training for a period of nine months, it goes, it, it is quite an intense training that involves a whole lot of issues. And our members, even there, they are also they, they also are also supposed to be getting uh, any issues, you know, if, if there's any issues that has to deal with uh, you know, that that, that are psychometrically related because remember some of them when they're at college they will be missing home, there's Some will be having challenges at home whilst you are in college for nine months. The only time you can go home maybe is is twice or three times within that period of the nine months. So it really takes a toll on others. But they are able to survive because through that training, then they get... Uh, clearly uh, to be to be taught and uh, really to be trained about what policing is. But the challenge comes even even more when they are then on the ground because all of those gruesome scenes and everything that we are talking about is not what they are experiencing during their level of training. Remember, they're just more on the theoretical part and even the physical part and even on how the use of firearm and so on. But the real challenge, it comes when you have to face the reality out there uh, where suspects are going to be shooting at you, where one will be attending uh, the culpable homicides, different types of shootings, different types of murders, this and this and that. The the scenes that they are faced with. So indeed, there is a need to come closer uh, to one another with the subs because we have since tabled uh, that position paper in the council mm. to say we need to have a specific structure and also policy uh, for the employers and well so that subs can be able to retain those professionals so that uh, the, uh, the component itself it can be fully capacitated and our members can clearly be able to be debriefed each time where they need to be debriefed, not for one to leave a shift after they've worked uh, and, and they've attended uh, those and since going home without being attended because of the lack of capacity. Yeah. That on its own is really taking us back and we are not winning when it comes to that.
0: My final question is around guns. Right? We understand, obviously, police officers need guns to execute their work. But what about when off duty? We know that perhaps to protect themselves, even off duty, uh, they they need to carry guns. But is it is there some way we can mitigate this? Because it does seem that you know intimate partner killing that happens when guns are taken home.
1: Uh, But when we're faced with challenges, we need to deal with challenges and not even focus or maybe even get any other uh, blanket approach. Remember... Uh, if I want to kill somebody, even if I can leave my firearm at a police station, uh, I can leave it there in the safe where I can book it on when I go on duty or off duty, I can still do that and go be- go back home and shoot my partner with the very same gun that I would have booked out there so uh, we are also happy to hear that the issue that you mentioned that police officers need to protect themselves, so we know the nature of the job it really makes police officers to be vulnerable because criminals don't like what they are doing and in most cases, when uh, police officers are then off-duty, in most cases, then they get attacked. Mm. What is it that they're going to use? They can't go to the police station and say, no, wait, then we go book a gun and come back, you and I will face one another. It doesn't work like that. So the issue of guns, uh, police officers need their firearms to protect themselves and also, not only themselves, but also the members of the community, because remember, police officers, they are given powers where, even when one is off-duty, they can place themselves on duty at any time to protect and to serve the members of the community. So now, if now uh, it could be that the guns should be taken away from them when they are off duty it means they are not going to be able to protect themselves firstly. Secondly, they will not be able to place themselves on duty and assist the members of the community even when they are off duty. So that one, it is not an issue. We need to deal with the real issues that are causing these gruesome things that we are seeing which we are condemning as a South African
0: Policing Union. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Sapu spokesperson. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.